Welcome to the Transform Your Wedding Podcast, a how-to guide for taking your wedding to a whole new level. Here's your host, Marie Kubin from Rent My Wedding. Hey everyone, today we're talking about everything you need to know when it comes to hiring a cake designer. I'll be chatting with Jenna and Ashley, the founders of Jenna Ray Cake. It's a boutique bakery based in Winnipeg, Canada with a massive worldwide following. So let's jump right in and talk all about cakes. Hi, Jenna and Ashley. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Hi. thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, well, I am so excited to talk with you guys about wedding cake because I mean, who doesn't love wedding cake, right? <laughs> so, and it can be a lot though when you think about finding the perfect cake. So I'm hoping we can go over kind of a roadmap for couples that are just getting started and they're trying to figure out how to get the perfect wedding cake. So first things first, what's one thing that you think every couple should know when it comes to wedding cakes? Um, well, I think the, the number one question that I get and the number one shock that I get is how expensive they are. <laughs> I think most people make a budget for a wedding without actually doing research into what things actually cost. So they're setting unrealistic expectations. So I think that is the number one thing because that's going to um, dictate what kind of size you get, what kind of style, what kind of, it pretty much dictates everything. So as long as you're comfortable with a certain amount and you know what that's going to get you, then I think you're setting yourself up, up on a really good spot. Yeah, and that's not to say if you have a small budget, you can't get a beautiful wedding cake. There are ways to work, as long as it's a realistic budget, there are ways to work within that. But if you want the grand sugar flower, sugar frills, five tiers, that's that's a piece of art and it's going to cost for the time uh, and the skill that goes into it. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. So just having realistic expectations when you go into it as far as budget. Exactly. And now when it comes to finding someone to do your wedding cake, what's the best way to kind of approach that? How do you find the perfect cake vendor? Um, I think, I think now, nowadays people definitely look at a ton of photos. So I think if you're gravitating towards a certain style of, of cake um, and they all kind of look similar, then you can find the designer who does that. Um, sometimes I get reached out to a lot. I'm in Winnipeg, obviously, so I can't make a cake for someone in California or wherever. But they'll ask me if I have any recommendations for people in their area that do similar work to what I do. Um, so that's a good thing you can always do if you, if you don't know where to start in your own city. Another thing is to talk to um, wedding planners in your city also that they could probably point you in the right direction. Because sometimes if you have never been in the market for a big, beautiful cake before, you might not know where to look. So I think that's a, a good place to start. Yeah, and always ask around. And I think the wedding planners are a great resource for any bride because they'll know um, what vendors are like to work with as well. And I think that's also really important. They need to be skilled, but they also need to be professional and um, ensure you're going to get a quality product on time, delivered safely, all yeah. that stuff. And it's also really important to know too what your vendor, or sorry, your venue restrictions are because lots of vendors won't, or venues, sorry, won't take vendors who um, aren't licensed or don't have a commercial kitchen space, things like that. So that's something to keep in mind also because there's a lot of at-home bakers who make beautiful work, but sometimes they're not accepted in some venues. So that's something to note also before going ahead and booking or getting too far along in the process and realizing you can't actually go with them. Oh yeah, that's such a good tip. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to designs, there's so many options out there. So how do you even start? Is it best if, you know, say a couple find some pictures that they like, or is it best to just meet with your vendor first and go from there? I think finding... 
I mean, I think if you, you know what kind of style of cake you want and you have a bunch of inspiration photos, those are a great starting point. I think if you don't know what you want and you're open and you want something a bit more unique, the best thing you can do is send Jenna a picture of your dress, your overall theme for your wedding, your color palette ideas, even like architecture you like or like something that inspired you that's not necessarily a cake. And that's where you get, that's where the magic happens. Yeah, that's where Jenna can create it's something definitely truly the most, unique. The most fun way to design a cake is having a lot of creative freedom. But then also it is hard to, if they just come up like, I don't care, do whatever you want is really, really hard because mm -hmm. then there's so many options and you might come up with something that you think is beautiful, but they might not love as much. So we definitely want to give some direction. And if you're really not set on a certain cake design, um, then definitely leave it up to your cake designer if you trust them. And you're obviously hiring them for a reason. You like their work, you like their aesthetic. So um, it's always best to leave it up to the professionals for the most part. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great tip because, and I think it's helpful for couples too, because it takes the pressure off you. You don't have to come up with the cake design. That's what you guys are here for, right? <laughs> that's, so. what that's what you're paying us for, so. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And how about, you know, design-wise, what's trending right now? Um, it's hard to say because um, obviously a lot of weddings got canceled this year. So cakes that were, so we'd probably be in the planning stages of next year already right now, but things are kind of halted. Um, but I think with trends, especially nowadays with Pinterest and Instagram out there, trends keep recycling way faster, I think, than they would have before. So something that was trendy three years ago is still trendy now. And I think it's important to not get caught up in trends and really stick to something that's more timeless and is going to really resonate with you forever so if you want a cake um say you see like the what are they called the, the geo cakes everywhere and you're like well that's cool everyone's getting in must be nice like let's let's do that um really make sure that that's a cake you're going to want to look at 20 years from now it's still going to mean something to you so you want to make sure it matches your wedding and you want to make sure that um that it's I don't know it's hard to say like you don't just want to yeah. copy a picture that you see online you want to make it your own for the I, most part yeah I think it was sure surefire way to know that you're going to love your cake in a few years even with trends changing so rapidly is to include personal touches so for example for my cake and for jenna's cake jenna included blueberries on both of our cakes and they were still subtle and just here and there but they both remind us of our childhood and our grandparents and that's a super special thing to us so i think yeah you see that picture then you see the blueberries and that's just like an instant beautiful moment and that's something beautiful to remember and i think yeah any way you can tie in those subtle details is gonna ensure that you're gonna love it forever yeah it's, it's like anything that's super trendy in a moment even if it comes to fashion or a wall color choice in five years it's probably gonna be like really old news and you maybe not, won't want to look at it anymore so yeah it's something to, to keep in mind yeah but it doesn't mean you won't love it at the time there's nothing yeah. wrong with following trends too but it's just always keeping that in mind that you can make it your own yeah yeah, I love that. Trying to make your voice shine through in every detail of your wedding from, you know, the fashion to even the cake. And mm -hmm. I think it's a good point too that, you know, a trend isn't necessarily what's going to look the best on your wedding photos later. So if you're flipping through that album, you're going to have the cake cutting picture there. So it's nice when you have something that's also kind of timeless, that's going to look really beautiful and have good memories too. So exactly. I think that's now, when it comes to actually choosing the size of the cake, there's, you know, again, so many options. You can have these huge cakes. You can have so many different layers. How do you start there? Is it based on the number of guests or how do you pick the size of the cake? Yeah, so sizes of cakes, I think some people have a very clear idea. Like, I want four tiers. I don't care how much it feeds. Um, that's the look I want. Some people are very clear on, on that part of it. 
but other people just like, I don't know, what, what do you suggest? So it, we do per serving is how we price our cakes. And um, so our, for example, our standard three tier feeds 50 people to 75 is the bigger size of the three tier. And then a four tier feeds 90 plus. So if you're getting over that point, then that gets into the really large cakes. Some people want a huge cake, but only have like a hundred guests and they want like a five or six tier cake. And that'd be the only situation where I'd um, suggest a styrofoam tier. I, I try to stay away from that as much as possible. It, it doesn't really save you money. It's more just, um, Less just wasteful. less waste, wasteful yeah. mm -hmm. because most of the time comes from decorate or the cost comes from the time spent decorating. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that if you want a huge statement, then of course, like get as big as you want and you can figure out the servings after. But with size comes price. So that's also a huge uh, hindrance on some people also. Mm -hmm. And especially with um, the COVID sized weddings, we're doing a lot more smaller intimate weddings now. So a mini three tier cake feeds around 50. So that's always a good option. You're, you're still getting that tiered cake. You're not spending as much on it as you normally would, but it's still a little grand and we'll feed who you want it to feed. So that's yeah, and it's still option. that classic kind of wedding silhouette. So mm -hmm. you can still get that in a small serving size. Yeah. And we still do a lot of cutting cakes as well. And that's just a single tier, mostly for the couple for um, the cutting of the cake photo. Usually they have other desserts as well. And then a lot of couples like to save that cake and freeze it and then cut it on their first anniversary again. Oh, as long as you saran wrap it and keep it really frozen, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah. <in> Europe, but... <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I did that on my first anniversary, and we were just kind of hoping for the best when we pulled it out of the It probably won't be as good, but it'll yeah. still be fun. <laughs> so now you kind of brought up my next question, actually, talking about budgets and weddings. So, you know, what about the couples that have this idea that they want this beautiful cake and they want it to be a really big statement at the wedding, but they just don't have the budget? What are some kind of tips or tricks where you can get something that's going to be really wow, but on a smaller budget? I think one of the things that I know the most is people have a, have a immediate, um, they immediately think that buttercream means rustic and that's not the case. You can get a really beautiful, smooth buttercream finish that looks like fondant and it's a lot cheaper. Um, so that's something I always recommend to people because it's Jenna does and our cake designers do super sharp corners and it's very um, sophisticated and elegant. The buttercream is very white. It's not that like ivory color that lots of people I think immediately assume. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a big misconception out there and that's something that people can note. And a lot of people, I mean, I personally love fondant, but a lot of people don't like the taste of it. So it's a great, it's a great option that's also a budget saver. Yeah. Decoration wise, it's, it's very limiting in what you can do with it. You can't do the frills. You can't do um, a lot of different textures and things like that, but it is definitely an option for those people who want to spend a bit less. Um, another option too, we do, I love doing sugar flowers. It's, I think it's a beautiful accent to any cake and they also last forever. So it's a good keepsake too. Um, but if you wanted to go with real flowers, especially if you're doing a buttercream cake, they go well together. And then that way you also save a ton of money too. So you can definitely work around it. Um, and you can always have a beautiful cake at any budget. It's just going to kind of depend on size and the ultimate details. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Now, another thing, you know, for a while, especially I saw that a lot of people were doing cupcake towers or something different than the traditional wedding cake. So what are some other things that you've seen couples do if they want to do something different than cake? What would you suggest? I love our macaron towers we do. They are, um, so they come with an acrylic stand and the macarons are placed basically in rings around. Um, so you can get a smaller or large one. And that's a really fun thing because the 
cut or not customers at your wedding, but guests at your wedding can come <laughs> up and just grab a macaron right off the tower. So that's a really fun one to do. And it's, it's pretty grand too. You can color, customize it and customize the flavors as well. Yeah. You'll never hear me recommend anything besides a yeah. cake because I'm obviously I make them. I love, I think a cake is beautiful. And when else can you get a big three or four tier cake in your life? Um, but if you want to, then yeah, that's a great <laughs> that's like option. Or have a cake as well as that is, is a nice option too. <laughs> yeah, for both Jenna and myself, we both had the grand cakes, which I think is fair because Jenna's the cake designer. Yeah. And then we also had um, little treats to accompany the cake as well. And then uh, Jenna actually made her cake and it was all a styrofoam cake so that she could keep it forever. So we bought this huge acrylic box and that's sitting in her sitting basement, my basement right now. <laughs> <laughs> just set it up somewhere. But... Yeah. <laughs> and then we just served a large 10-tier cakes which were never shown they were ten just inch. cut 10 inch cakes so mm -hmm. they were just uh, cut in the back of the venue and then served so everyone still got cake but mm -hmm. oh, nice yeah no I agree with you guys I mean what's a wedding without cake please have the <laughs> cake and if you want other stuff it can just be extra that's my yeah, I mean obviously I'm biased but that's yeah so now I know you also have a new cookbook that's so exciting oh, yeah that's I know so I can't believe it's almost here it's been three years in the making now and um biggest project of our lives for sure yeah and it comes out october 6th so we're so excited it's over 100 recipes and the recipes that we use in our bakery every day uh we didn't skimp on anything it's full of really useful tips and information from our bakers and solid recipes and beautiful photography and we're really really excited to see what everyone thinks. yeah and it's great for anyone from like if you ever only baked cupcakes or not even anything you can still bake things in this cookbook mm -hmm. and then if you're really experienced and skilled and you can still use recipes also so it's super it, it's just the best thing ever I think yeah. <laughs> it covers all the bases it really does <laughs> oh wow so you're literally like giving away your secret to all those beautiful things we see on your Instagram you're gonna yeah, tell yeah. I was a little resistant at first <laughs> to give away our recipes but you know our our brand is so much bigger than just the recipes and I think that um it's the worst when you go to you spend the time to buy the ingredients and the time and to buy the cookbook yeah. and everything. And then it just doesn't work out. It's super frustrating. So we obviously wanted to give a really good recipe and it's ones that we tested. Forever. Yeah. And we're, we're just based in Winnipeg. And if we want people everywhere to be able to make our cookies and make our macarons and try them at home. So we're not gonna be able to reach everyone with our bakery. So we're bringing it to them. Oh, I love that. I can't wait. I actually pre-ordered a copy of your book too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I hope you love it. <laughs> and can you tell everyone how they can find your cookbook if they want to order it too? Yeah, it's on um, Amazon, Indigo, uh, Chapters, all the major bookseller sites. Um, Generate Cakes and Sweet Treats is the title. And also your local independent bookstores will carry them all across Canada and the U.S., and yeah, we're excited to mm -hmm. see where that goes. Yeah. October 6th. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, any other tips that you want to share with everyone when it comes to picking the perfect wedding cake? <sighs> I would say as a cake designer, leave it up to your cake designer. If you've done the research and you know that you love their work, it's always fun to get guidance, but really let them do their thing unless of course you're very particular on what exactly you want but mm -hmm. it's always fun to kind of be a little bit surprised on your wedding day but pleasantly surprised <laughs> yeah for sure and, and it's good too because they know they know the industry inside and out they know what's been done a million times so you're going to get something a bit more fresh and unique if you do it that way definitely mm -hmm. 
Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing all of your advice and your insights about cakes and tell everyone how they can get in touch with you guys and follow you on social media. Uh, we're at generate cakes uh, across all social platforms. So Instagram Super is kind of where we share the most, but. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. You guys definitely need to check out their Instagram page. It's insane. I'm not even getting married. I'm done with that, but I can't stop just like looking at all the ideas and <laughs> I want to have another party just so I can have all those beautiful things. Yeah. So. <laughs> I spent so much time on all the photos and it's beautiful. She does such a good job. <laughs> well, good. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. It was so fun talking with you. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Well, I hope you guys enjoyed learning all these tips about how to find the perfect wedding cake. And don't forget, you can see all of our podcast episodes over at transformyourwedding.com. Thank you guys so much for joining me and I will see you next time. This podcast is brought to you by Rent My Wedding, your one-stop shop for event rentals. Order online and rentals are delivered right to your door. Shipping is free both ways nationwide. Rent lighting, backdrops, photo booths, and more. With the most five-star reviews in the industry, Rent My Wedding makes rentals easy and affordable. Book your rentals today at www.rentmywedding.com.